Kia ora, I'm Andrew Whiteside. Rehab is an improvised play about addiction and recovery conceived by Elizabeth Craycroft and is based on her own experience with alcohol addiction in her youth. The play originally debuted in 2021, but it has been reworked for a brand new season here in Auckland. Joining me to discuss the play is Elizabeth and two cast members, Carmen Adams and Mark Scott. Hello to Elizabeth, Mark and Carmen. We're, uh, you're all part of rehab. So um, first I'll just say hello so you're all included first of all because I'm going to talk to Elizabeth first. So um, Elizabeth, welcome. Nice to see you again. Yeah, so nice to see you again too, Andrew. Um, yeah. It seems like ages. I know, it does. It's probably about two and a half years ago, I think, that we had a first chat. Yeah, yeah scary, our time flies. <laughs> um, and so we've got um, Mark here as well, who's uh, in the cast. Hello. Yep. How are you doing, Andrew? Very good. And um, and Carmen, lovely to see you. I, we, we haven't met before. No, we haven't. I'm really pleased to be here. Good to see you all. So Elizabeth, um, Rehab, we talked about it two and a half years ago. I saw it. It was an amazing uh, improv show and very personal to you. Mm. What made you want to bring it back to the stage this time? Yeah, so for me, um, bringing it to the Basement Theatre has been a real opportunity to expand the cast and I think um, really illustrate um, one of the visions that sort of underpin the show, which is that addiction doesn't discriminate. So I think um, wanting to have characters from many different age groups and different intersections and things um, to represent the community that we're performing this for, really. Um, yeah, so we've got we now have a cast of sixteen, including me. That, that's a that's a big addition to the cast, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Um, we, I brought in. Um, so, for example, we have a lot more young people now um, in the cast. We have uh, an eighteen-year-old, a nineteen-year-old, twenty-one-year-old, and a twenty-four-year-old. I think are our youngest four yeah. cast members. Um, and for me, I got sober young. I got sober at twenty-four. Um, and I think it is sometimes harder for young people to recognise they have a problem, especially um, that level. So for me, it was really important to have those characters to represent that. Um, and then I think just, yeah, other characters that represent other intersections, uh, whether that be um, through sexuality, um, different uh, sort of professions, socioeconomic and that type of thing. And um, to really get their perspective and their journey with addiction. Uh, you, you raised a really important point there about um, addiction doesn't discriminate. Yeah. And it can affect people at all ages. So I think yeah. it, it's a re- it's really valuable. I remember when I saw the show, mm. I remember recognising a family member a- yeah. as an archetype in that. And, yeah. and so, yeah, and, we, and we, all, we all have issues and it's important that we recognise that and... Mm. Um, and and work with that yeah for sure yeah definitely we've um this season I've got a character that's an equity partner of a leading New Zealand law firm and Mm. um or Carmen will share more but her character is a primary school teacher and um I think I just I think it's important to also have characters that are in roles that are really community facing and you know their day-to-day job is helping people and um but when you deal with something like addiction it can feel um, perhaps there's that added layer of um, responsibility professionally and then um, 
but you also have um, this health issue that you need to work with and admitting that that's an issue can maybe be a little bit harder. And for the wider public, you, you never know who is dealing with what. Exactly. In their lives, yeah. Mm. Um, so I wanted to jump into some of the characters and maybe um, start with you, Carmen. So tell me a little bit about the, the, the character that you play and, and what to you is powerful about that character. So the character that I play is a 42-year-old um, primary school teacher who is an immigrant to New Zealand. Um, and so what's important to me about her journey and what she's going through is the fact that, you know, she's got this front-facing job, she's working with children, she has the pressure of having to deal with parents, and then, you know, she still has this this crushing feeling of defeat that she's that she's trying to numb all these feelings from her childhood, all the toxicity from her family life, um, and just the the feeling of being isolated without a support network as an immigrant. That's um, you know quite a big factor for her in terms of her struggles. And so you know, um, hopefully, I'm going to show that that. Um, even with people that in those professions um, that we sort of look at them and they've got, they seem to be okay, that they might be struggling. And and being in isolation, because often with um, with addiction, there's, there's shame. So if you have shame and isolation, mm. you don't have that support, then it makes it way, way more difficult. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So Mike, tell me, tell me about your character. What's, what's going on with, with him? My character is um, a counselor in, in um, the rehab Center. He um, he grew up in in an area where he was bullied a lot, um, and he had two brothers that were way older than him. So he was kind of a mistake at the tail end of the family, and um, he uh, his brothers fed him alcohol one night as a joke in front of his mates at a party when his, his brothers had to look after him for his birthday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a big party and got their mates around and played guitars and stuff in Central North Island and, and they got him pissed, you know, for the first time in his life. And but um, and everyone suddenly liked him, you know, showed him, you know, gave him positive reinforcement for that. But he didn't really dabble into alcohol until he, got, until, until he was probably mid-teens and moved up to Auckland and um <clears throat> and went to parties school parties bunch of stuff happened and um but basically he um he's wound up um uh in a relationship had a couple of kids he's already an alcoholic when he went into the relationship um uh he's been kicked out he's lived under a bridge he's gotten someone pregnant they've died I'm getting, so I feel like I'm oversharing here. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot's gone on with his life, and but finally he's finally gotten sober, and um, and I guess he operates out of there's a large amount of guilt, really, which I think drives him to or, or the need to um, make amends to make amends. So uh, yeah, because he's still got these two daughters that he can't see that he would love to see. So these characters have really uh, deep backstories, don't they? Mm. I mean, just listening to you all. Yeah. And I know, obviously, Elizabeth, some of your story. Yeah. So these are, these are well, 
crafted, well thought through characters. Mm. And yeah, just just explore. Any one of you can just just yeah. explore that a little bit for me. Um. So yeah, and absolutely. And I think the cast have done an amazing job creating these rich backstories and. Part of that process for me has been bringing in people to our rehearsals that also have lived experience in recovery to share their journeys. Um, and I think that the broader cast have weaved in elements of that to their own stories um, to create, um, I think, authenticity around the um, powerlessness that people feel when they're addicted to things. Um, and yeah. It's um, with the device format that's been that's crucial. A, yeah, that's powerful, really powerful mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so d- to um, Carmen and Mark, uh, you are both actors in, in, this, in this role, in these roles. Um, how have you prepared for, to deliver these roles? How, what have you done to, to bring these people to life? Well, Liz has been amazing, eh? And um, <clears throat> Liz is... Um, brought in a, a lot of recovering alcoholics and counsellors from rehab centres to speak to us, uh, new, loads. And um, so we've seen a lot of, heard a lot of stories, seen a lot of perspectives. We also have our own lives to draw upon as well. And um, yeah, so there's been a lot of thinking, digesting, talking, Creating. Same for you, Carmen. Then um, I agree. So the the character development side of this has been a very interesting um, journey for me, particularly because, in addition to um, what Liz has done for us in terms of bringing people in, um, you know, and inviting us to attend to attend meetings as well, um, you know, there's been elements of my own life that I've weaved into the character, and then I've also got you know, family members who struggle with alcohol, struggle with addiction. And so I've, um, in discussion with one of those family members, you know, she kind of helped me with the development of my character and um, and, and talked to me about her feelings and her journey. And so there's a lot of, uh, a lot of this is quite personal to me as well, because, you know, I have lost a family member to addiction as well. So um, it's it's very important to me that, the character that I portray is authentic, and and it doesn't diminish what people are going through that are su- that are suffering with this, um, mm. because mm. I want to make sure that, you know, what we what we do do in terms of bringing bringing about awareness is going to affect people. Is going to they're going to remember it. They're going to be more um, empathetic. Well, I, I remember when I saw it originally, the amount of heart. That's, uh, and as an audience member, it was impossible not to feel empathy mm. because often there is judgment in, in these areas. But, yeah. but when, you, when somebody tells their story that's really, mm. and, how, you know, and their journey to that point, it's very, it's very powerful, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, so again, to, to both um, Mark and, and Carmen, um, has it impacted you or changed your views about anything? How has it kind of influenced you I suppose or impacted on you it's been it's been quite humbling listening to all these people and and the fact that they've been so um so willing to share it's yeah amazing you know that it, it's such a uh, um 
a personal part of them that they're, that they're brought out to the light, which I would imagine for probably a big part of that, they've been really ashamed and kept it all in the dark, you know. So, um, and speaking to um, one of the... Um, one of the recovering, one of the one of the people in recovery at, at one of the rooms, one of the meetings that we went to, she said to me that um, when you get to a point where you can start sharing those things and laughing about it, that's when you know that you're starting to heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it's and it's important to them to have that availability to have those meetings to be able to share. And I guess learning about AA and and the processes around AA is it's been amazing. I, I didn't realize the depth of what that program offers, um, the 12 steps and how impactful that is. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm learning and I, I'm gaining from it as well, just personally, you know. Mm. And there is something, isn't there, we're, we're often afraid as humans of vulnerability, mm. but making ourselves vulnerable and sharing our vulnerability ironically can strengthen us as well. Yeah. yeah. So improv... Um, is an interesting beast. So yeah. you don't have written dialogue. So some any one of you can talk about the challenge, the um, the wonderful thing about it, the challenge of it. The well, you mentioned earlier on that the show you felt had a lot of heart in it. Mm-hmm. Um, words can get in the way of that, like pre-written words. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. Look, I'm certainly not. Dissing pre-written pieces. <laughs> Most theatre, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Not for a second, but what I'm saying is that um, it actually allows a, a, an actor or performer or improviser to see what's right in front of them and from their heart respond to that. Rather than go, I have to say these words that have been written down, um, uh, it's, it's it's just a different way of approaching it. You know, and and um, yeah. So it, it's it actually there's a lot of reality of what's going on and what's going on on stage because it's actually happening to you for the first time as you mm-hmm. like we're having this conversation here. For sure, this is the first time I'm saying these words. Mm, yeah. You know, and I'm and I'm looking at your face, Andrew, while I'm saying them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we have a connection, right? Yeah. And and that's what we aim for on that stage. So the, there's the actor side of us where we have created these characters and and say you've created a character and I'm um, communicating with that character and connecting with that character from my character, but I'm saying the words that are actually mm. in my heart and my head, mm. yeah. not some that have been written down before. And that's coming back to me, and that's there's something that um, is I don't know illuminating, touching, it's like magic. Something. Those moments that you get, mm-hmm. it's just, mm. yeah. So, so you have an overriding story arc that you all share, but the actual interactions are mm. in well, the moment. I wouldn't even say yeah. there's a story arc. That, that's, really? It's, no. no. no there, there is, we have um, uh, some a scene structure, mm-hmm. like yeah. we're going to do the scene, the scene, the scene, but whatever comes up in those scenes is what informs all the rest of the scenes mm. throughout, the, throughout the performance. So it's a genuinely improvised thing. There's nothing, no one's going, hey, I'll say this and you, no, none of that yeah. happens, but None of us know what's going to happen when we go on the stage. It's except, fascinating. Yeah, except for maybe the emogs 
Yeah. At, at the start, where we 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 we'll have a, a few characters tell their story to each mm-hmm. other, and um, yeah, I mean that's obviously your starting point, and then yeah. yeah. And so you you all love it, I take it. Yeah. It's not scary, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. It is absolutely. Um, it's fun. It's so thrilling, and I, I think um, improv is is just so authentic that you, um, it is easy to just to just have fun with it. Um, and I think having done theatre before um, and having done a little bit of screen acting training, it is really hard to bring authenticity when you are using someone else's words. And you're waiting for a cue as yeah, well, aren't absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. But when you are using your own words, it's coming from yourself and you're just reacting to the next person and connecting with that person. Yeah. It's just so much more real, it's so much more authentic, and it's just easier for the audience to connect with it because of that authenticity. And so because of that, it's just it's just fun. And 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 like and the skill, I guess, of creating a, you know, a scene with meat in it is is because it can be very tempting to just have a conversation, <laughs> but you can't. You can't do that. You've got to. You've still got to yeah. look at what's the scene about. What are we? What are we doing here? What is this for? We. You've still got to deliver the scene. Mm. And, and I guess. I guess that's why you have these backstories. Why you. You. You know these people so well yeah Mm. totally and I think it's also um as well as having the scene structure and having the devised characters there's also having um like Carmen and Mark have shared the knowledge around addiction and I think um being able to um yeah understand the complete desperation and unmanageability of the disease um and really I think bringing that into the character too and, and also um, we've talked a lot about in rehearsals the, um, the kind of space that you often are in when you first put down the alcohol and the drugs and um, I know for me that certainly um, didn't solve my problem you know like putting everything down I was still left with this sort of crazy um, intolerable headspace which I've been able to remedy through um, the steps and meetings and other therapy modalities and rehabs and things but um yeah so within the rehab it's almost like there's a bunch of adolescent people almost because of the arrested development that addiction Mm, can create so mm. we're often um feeling maybe 10 different emotions in the space of an hour and um there's kind of lots of room for us in different scenes to play with that which um can at times be a bit chaotic but also fun especially with all these people that maybe usually wouldn't mix it's a big melting Mm. pot of personalities and yeah different people (laughs) as you say that I I don't want to get political but I look around the world with politics and war and all this thing and I was thinking you know there's arrested development even in people who aren't well yeah (laughs) suffering from (laughs) addiction yes (laughs) you know maybe you know the 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 idea of rehab maybe needs to be expanded so we can all you know because what you're talking about is a very intimate safe space mm. where people can truly share yeah. their biggest fears also their delights everything mm. 100%. and get support from other people i mean that seems to be a fundamentally human thing yeah. doesn't it mm. definitely you know? and and we've often said i remember when i was in rehab myself and myself and others would say that they had never shared themselves so intimately to their friends or family mm-hmm. even it was the people in rehab that 
um, seemingly maybe were quite different to them, but they all, we all have this common issue and there's something kind of beautiful in that. We're all just supporting each other to get well and recover. Yeah. Um, so I'll just go through, through mm. the, the, the three of you just one by one. Just something that uh, you think you would love the audience to walk out of that theatre feeling or thinking or you know some some sense of something that you'd like them to to feel or to to get from the production i might might start with you elizabeth um i think to humanize the people that suffer from addiction um and and realize that it's a issue um beyond their control it's not a willpower issue or a moral failing um and and that um recovery is possible for everybody um and that you know, addicts and alcoholics are beautiful, wonderful, talented people that can offer the world a lot. Yeah. So many, so many things, Andrew. Firstly, um, I think in the show, none of us want to um, minimise the impact that alcoholics or addic- addicted people, addicts, have on the people around them. Mm-hmm. So I don't want people listening to this to go, well, what about us? Because yeah. we're very well aware of the of the damage they do. I just had. A family friend who died just before Christmas um, from alcohol use, and um, I'm very well aware, as we all are, of of the impact that addicts have on other people. Yeah. But it's a lot easier to understand <clears throat> or to cope with if you understand a little bit of their perspective too. And the other thing I'd really like to point out is this is not a doom and gloom show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's um, I I think because of the nature of it, I think it's a show that has a lot of heart, but because of the environment that it's placed into and squashed into, um, there's also a lot of potential for um, good laughs in it as well, you know? So many funny moments. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also a, a reminder that um, this is a disease. It is. Yeah. And that, that's why the, the stigma uh, and the shame is... is is not good. Yeah, mm. you know, it's, absolutely. It's um, so, so Carmen, any any thoughts from you on that? Certainly, you know, sort of along the same lines. I'd really love people to walk away with, um, just with more knowledge um, around what what is entailed, you know, in in that disease and and what these people are going through. And it would be really lovely for people to go and investigate a little bit more about AA and see what mm. that's all about. Because I think that fundamentally, some of those, some of the steps would be really just good for everybody yeah. Yeah. to practice. Um, so I think, that. yeah, for me, learning about AA has been, it's been quite enlightening and I'd like other people to learn more about it as well. Um, well, Elizabeth, I'm I'm so proud that you've brought this back, and it's a it's an amazing show, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. Really lovely to talk to all three of you. Thank you so much for coming in. And uh, do we still say break a leg? Is that still appropriate? <laughs> no. we... Should we should we finish with the serenity prayer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you wish. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, this I I think um, I'll just do a wee bit of a preface on the prayer. Like it um it basically sums up um recovery. I think. And, and just um, the ability to kind of live and let live. And, Brilliant. Yeah. So, oh, and, and the God word is um, a God of your understanding. You can so interpret it however you choose. Thank too, you, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a few caveats. Uh, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, 
and the wisdom to know the difference. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All the best. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. That was Elizabeth Craycroft, Carmen Adams and Mark Scott from Rehab, which opens in Auckland on the 7th of November 2023 at the Basement Theatre. Now, on my website, you'll find plenty of interviews, reviews and lots of my opinion. I cover the arts and entertainment industry and the LGBTQ communities. All of that on andrewwhiteside.com. While there, you can sign up for my regular newsletters. And if you want to support my journalism, you can do so by buying me a coffee. Links to that also on the website. I am Andrew Whiteside. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon.